Hello, everybody, and welcome to the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. <laughs> we <Yes>. are here. <laughs> There's spelling. Oh, my. I didn't realize there was going to be a quiz. <laughs> There's no math, but there may be spelling. <laughs> <laughs> I am Murray Fox, and this week I, I did some planning. I am an officer of... That's not right. Oh, yes, I am. I'm an officer of L-O-B-S-T-E-R, lobster. I am looking on burned skin, totally red. Oh, (laughs) Oh, not not lobster in the good way, then. (laughs) Well, you know, lobster in the, I'm not a big bag of milk anymore. I'm a big bag of strawberry milk. (laughs) Ooh, strawberry milk. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's totally fine. It was a beautiful sunny weekend. I had the sunscreen. I just need to reapply the sunscreen, you know. But um, anyway, I'm a nice, a nice glowy pink. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Well, that's right. I like to get my my pre summer burn in early. And that's right. Yeah, a little primer coat. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. When the summer's up, since you're not really, you know, able to go back and teach right now, you can, you know, have a substitute job as like a traffic light. Totally. There you go. <laughs> a yes. pylon. Stop, mm-hmm. please. Stop. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be Scott. That would be Scott. Um, <laughs> yeah. Scott's the speed up. Scott is speed up. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's oh, right. Man. I am definitely stop right now. Stop. Well, today I am. Uh, I, 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 we had a, a great meal of. Uh, I did a cedar plank salmon. So I am. I, I am an operative of cedar. Cooks everything. Damn. All right. Uh, <laughs> it looked delicious. <laughs> it was ridiculous, honestly. I was like, why? Why have we not done this sooner? <laughs> oh, I think the last yeah. time I cooked. I, the last time I cooked with uh, with with, uh, with the cedar plank was before we moved here, and we've been here almost ten years. So, uh, yeah, exactly. Mm. So yes, the cedar. Uh, we'll, this will this will come up later. <laughs> in, <laughs> you know, and later in the summer because we will be doing lots of that. Because yeah, it was it was absolutely fantastic. So yeah, perfecto. And how about you, sir? Well, this past weekend, unfortunately, mine was kind of the opposite of Murray's. I was fighting the agents of rain. Random, <laughs> annoying, inconvenient Nimbus clouds. <laughs> so silent. Oh, rain's no fun. We <laughs> ordered two pallets of sod to redo the front yard because it uh-huh. looks pretty horrible. So the plan was, of course, overnight, the last few days before, you know, while working was to, in the evening, trim it up to get, you know, use the trimmer to get rid of all that grass. And we got dirt and we we're going to put the dirt down on front because I was off Friday, Saturday and Sunday. So mm-hmm. plenty of time to do it all, except we had monsoon on Wednesday, <laughs> monsoon Thursday. It stopped on Friday long enough for them to cut and deliver the sod. Yeah. <laughs> and then went back to monsoon on Friday and Saturday. So it got to sit there so in the rain for two days doing nothing. So. Mm. It'll be well rooted in its little rolls. 
it's also gaining exactly. that nice little white fung. Uh, I think it's a fungus. I'm trying to convince people that it's actually uncut co- blocks of cocaine. And see if you know, <laughs> see, see if I can cut it. <laughs> see if I can sell it that way. Totally, so, little side I'm, hustle. I'm trying to get it down <laughs> as quickly as possible before it uh gets completely ruined. Oh, that's so yeah. frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All righty. Well, let us dive into Legion 89, number three. Yes. Look at that cover. Woo-wee. Run from the I explosion. Yeah, it is a fine um, Kevin Maguire cover and is obviously, you know, very obviously uh, a Maguire cover. Oh, yeah. Um, right. Docs no mistaking is, that. Look at those Docs faces. is definitely a Maguire guy. Yeah. Yeah, oh, for sure. Stealth too. They yeah, all right. <laughs> Beck, I've seen that face on Guy Gardner before. Yeah, yeah <laughs> yes. exactly, exactly. Um, I got bad news for you with this issue, Murray. <gasps> what? Please I tell think me. This is uh, I, this might be DiCarlo's last issue because <sighs> um, he he doesn't. Uh, M- M- uh, Mark McKenna takes over um, as of issue four. So. Hallelujah. Pour one out. <laughs> Just a small one. No, yeah. pour a quick one out, because that's how he works, man. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Excellent. Well, that's good, because I was just flipping through trying to figure out, well, what the hell is my Mike DiCarlo panel going to be this time? And yeah, it's a tough choice. I'm coming up short. Well, don't worry about that for long. No, exactly. Perfect. I mean, if there are any DiCarlo fans out there, my apologies. I'm sure he's a lovely gentleman. Absolutely. If a little heavy handed. (laughs) 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 But that's all right. That is all right. All righty. Who wants to take it this week? I'll do it this time. You guys did the last two. I'll do it this time. Sounds good. So we have How to Win Friends and Influence People. (laughs) And our omniscient narrator tells us, one of the quickest and most devastatingly simple ways to influence people is to destroy their rulers and turn off all power to their planet. So who knew? And we have, uh, except for stealth, five of our main cast staring at our out from us and Stratus saying, oh, and Garen Beck looking pretty shocked is going, holy grok. (laughs) Laura says, gasp! And it is Keith Giffen, Plot and Breakdowns, Alan Grant, Script, Barry Kitson, Penciler, Mike DiCarlo, Inkler, Inker, Lovern, Kinzierski. Kinzierski, yeah. I've heard it both ways. Colorist, (laughs) Gaspar, Letterer, Art Young, Assistant Editor, and Karen Berger is the editor. Boop. There you and go. I, I think I think Gaspar, you know, he just got sick of people um, mispronouncing Saladino, and so he just started leaving it off. <laughs> <laughs> you know that the ego's getting so big at this point. He's like, I'm just Gaspar. That's right. <laughs> like Cher. There's Gaspar. Madonna. There's Cher. There's Gaspar. There's Gaspar. That's right. <laughs> and now all I can think of is that Gaston song from uh, <laughs> uh, from Beauty and the Beast. Uh-huh. 
That'll be running through our head, the soundtrack for this episode. <laughs> no one letters like Gaspar. No one puts sound effects like Gaspar. Excellent. And we can see uh, that they what they're looking at is the big, whatever that city is, the main city of Kolhu, is mm-hmm. on fire with rockets everywhere and spaceships all going willy-nilly and, and cr- crashing into things and everything is chaos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're told, we're told, be warned, however, this is not likely to win you many friends, which is <laughs> so, basically right. Those... Sorry, go on. Oh, I was just going to say right on par for Docs. I was going to say that basically. That's basically (laughs) the theme for Docs throughout the entire series. It's his SOP, for sure. Yeah. And we have Larissa saying, dear God, what have we done? What have we done? And Beck's there, I think I'm going to be sick. And uh, next page, Stealth is looking at Docs, telling him, you sure throw one hell of a party, Docs. Remind me to invite you to my birthday bash. And he's looking very solemn, thinking, saying it's for their own good. They're free to last the power-crazed tyrants who enslave them. It's time for them to grow up, learn to take control of their own destinies. There was no easy way of doing it. And you can see the people of Kolo looking very confused. Yeah, by that afro. Oh, what God, the yeah. hell did that computo do to my hair, man? <laughs> That's what he's thinking. <laughs> this is Styles by the Magus. and our narrator tells us narrator tells us don't always expect your friends to understand you try to make allowances for the fact that they might have morals (laughs) and Beck is yelling at Docs which again is a will be people get ready this is going to be a recurring theme of the series yeah yeah yeah. is that it is that all you have to say well yes you trash a world, you kill a main grok knows how many your people, your own planet docks, your own people. And all you could say is it's time they grew up. And uh, st- I keep on to say block. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try to yeah. say, yeah, yeah, a bit drastic, wasn't it? And grok still, uh, Be- uh, Garen Beck still going on. Oh man, your tensions may have been good, but, but nothing, Beck. I made my decision and I stuck to it. Okay, so people died. I always knew they would. You don't overthrow a thousand years of tyranny and expect an easy ride. I can live with what I've done. If you can't, why don't you just butt out? And Beck goes, yeah, so why at the Grok don't I? And starts walking away. And Stealth, ever helpful, says, strike one. (laughs) (laughs) It is never too late to stop an argument. A polite apology can often work wonders. And Docs is yelling after him. Good luck finding a spaceship, or have you forgotten the powers down? I'll manage, if I if it means getting away from you, I'll jump off planet. And Miss Maller is, says, I'll go with Garen Beck. It really is time I was getting back to Talak. You afraid of big bad docks as well, Larissa? Afraid? Don't flatter yourself. <laughs> oh, I love her. Yeah. So much fun. Sometimes, despite your best attempts to prevent it, a small, loose-knit bunch of friends will separate. Parting could be such sweet sorrow. And Beck and Larissa are muttering to themselves as they walk away. Of all the big-headed, single-minded, lying, conniving, self-righteous, insufferable egonomiacs. (laughs) (laughs) And here's Stealth again. Two down, Ace. Anyone else you want to alienate? Meaning you, Stealth. Hey, don't get me wrong, pal. I've got no place better to be. And besides, I really do like the way you party. Dull it is not. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. That's and true. I love her reasons. It's just fun. Yeah, yeah. totally. And Strata decides to stick around, too, saying, guess I'll stick around, too. I feel responsible for these people. I mean, after what we did, Doc's sarcastically is like, how noble. Mm-hmm. So what's your next big idea? Flood the planet to help the coolants through their adolescence? Very <laughs> amusing. First, we take nece- the necessary steps to make sure what happened here can never happen again. Then we can see to my people, my sheep. <laughs> oh, yeah. It sounds like he's going to be a better op- option than the tyrants, I'm sure. Oh, totally. Yeah. And now we're out in space looking at some little, almost looks like an escape pod from Star Wars, just kind of floating out <laughs> in middle space. It really does, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm really expecting to see R2 and 3PO in there. And it says, we're told, enemies are the opposite of friends. They're what you want to avoid making. Still, if you have made an enemy, all is not lost. There are several ways of preventing them from dis- from discharging their enmity on you. You can invest the time and effort necessary to win them round to your way of thinking. You can give them large sums of money and a lifetime ticket to the Pleasure Drome, which mm-hmm. I'm a fan of if you, you happen to be my enemy. Totally. If all else fails, you can kill them. However, should you take this drastic and not really recommended step, try to ensure that they say dead. And we see on the little pod it says inputting, and it's, it shakes with a great deal of energy, and then we get a looks like a blue hand opening the door from the inside. And we have what I'm going to assume basically is the original form of Pulsar Stargrave, because it looks like a naked blue robotic yeah. thing <clears throat> with the Pulsar Stargrave like green jewel on his head and like looks like a headband. I think that's the implication is that, that obviously yeah. this is the collective uh, intelligence of the uh, of the computer tyrants and uh, now they're in this in this one body which possibly will last until the 30th century and become uh, a legion foe. Because wasn't Pulsar Stargrave originally supposed to be a new form of Brainiac? When yeah, he was a robot. A, a, basically, yeah. And now he's not. And so it makes sense. Yeah. They have to, it's close. It's the closest approximation they can do. Exactly. Uh, pretty, pretty good one. I mean, yeah. and and it actually makes a lot of sense to uh, to make him sort of come in from that. Mm-hmm. And it's saying, or I guess thinking, because it's in space and can't really speak. I am. Hmm. I am too. We are intact. We are embodied. We are empowered. Above all, make sure your enemies don't go sending their collective electronic intelligence to an orbiting bioadapter pre-programmed to create a powerful new physical home for them. Don't say you weren't warned. <laughs> and it's looking out in space saying, once more our science triumphs. Our very awareness now resides in the synthetic organic form. Mm, not very pleasant in- inside, is it? A trifle cramped, don't you think? Agreed. It is not exactly sheet steel and s- selenium circuitry. However, mobility at inbuilt power levels were proved worth the price. The yeah, there's way. no social distancing inside that bend. Uh, there thing. is not. No, none. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to work out well. <laughs> I guess the computer tyrants weren't just a computer, but a series of computers, it seems like, and they're all now mixed in here. Evaluate. Enjoy. It will not be for long, just as long as it takes us to return to Kolu and crush the life from the traitor Vril Docks. As it flies off. And now we're still in space, but it looks like we are on a ship that we're going to see is uh, leaving from Kolu. Friendships can often grow between seemingly oddly mismatched pairs. 
and we see coming out of the ship, thank you for agreeing to drop me off, Garen. And we can see it's Garen Beck and Miss Maller, Larissa Maller. No trouble, Larissa. My beef's not with you. It's that damn unfeeling Grockbacher. Anyway, I just wish we could have found something faster than this clapped out solid fuel hunk of junk. Most you complain about absolutely everything. <laughs> Sorry, old habits are hard to break. Old habits? Uh, that's a good one. You're from... Is that what, Karen? Yeah, yeah, I okay. think so. You're from Karen, aren't you? The drug world. Guilty. And not many who come from Karen aren't guilty, I mean. Addictum gets you that way. I used to see a lot of people... I used to see a lot of what it could do to people. I was a narcotics agent. I thought I was idealistic. <laughs> yeah, kind of like yeah. a... Pl- Kind of like trying to plug a sieve with a bandage. <laughs> I mean, they're not even, obviously, because they're not even going up uh, anyway to be uh, obtuse about it. They're just calling it a dictum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah there's, no, uh, there's, there's no hiding it. Yeah, no subtlety. Yeah. No sugarcoating. It's like, no, no, it's a dictum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, yeah. You're, you're in. In the first flush of friendship, it's easy to be sidetracked. Try to keep your mind on your duties. So, why did you quit? Did the Alliance... I, I'd rather not talk about Larissa. And we hear a thud. Crock, what now? Oh, shoot. We hit something. Some kind of interstellar life form. A fish by the look of it. And we see what looks like a... Basically, almost looks like a metallic-covered dolphin. Yeah. Floating in space out there. And Larissa says, a fish? Yeah, you can call it dinner now, though. Here, let me see. Oh, my God. <sighs> Turn us around. Get back to Kolu. We need help. Say what? We're doomed. It's all over. What are you... Just do it, for heaven's sake. Okay, okay, I'm turning already. And the dolphin said, oh no, not again. <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> if only we knew what that meant, the world would be a better place. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're back on one of the control rooms, probably from the computer tyrants on Kolu, where uh, the four who were left on planet, Docs, Strata, Stealth and the Durlin, who's basically been there the whole time, he just hasn't said anything. He's just standing yeah. there. And Docs is fiddling with some kind of looks like a bomb. It is often possible to cement a fragile friendship by doing things together. Going to the ball game, for instance, or collecting stamps, or building bombs. And Strat is asking, is this <laughs> really necessary, Vril? Yes, it's the only way to be sure the tyrants can never regain control of Kolu. And Stealth is asking, I'm beginning to wonder if you've got a thing about explosions. When we have the time, we can dismantle the tyrant's casing units around the planet. Hopefully with the help of the Kaluans. Meantime, our best bet is to destroy their main terminal. And he's setting the bomb. An hour delay should be an hour should be delay enough. Not that the blast would be that big. And Stealth is, well, on board. When do we get to move topside? In a minute, we and you hear a thump. What the hell? And they go running down the hallway. If a friend drops by unexpectedly, don't leave them standing too long at the door. And they're all talking as they run out, stealth is saying, what have those brain-dead cattle done now? <laughs> Strat is saying, it came from yeah. up ahead. And ducks, I doubt it's a clue in stealth. Those cattle are totally docile. That, don't, that didn't sound docile to me, pal. They may think you're out and go away. Wait up, don't get too far ahead, and... Stealth runs ahead saying, I can take care of myself. And she <laughs> runs right into the Pulsar Stargrave. Or, I'm just going to call him that because that's basically Yeah, yeah, totally. Then again, it might not be a friend. As it, he says, greetings, unknown life form. 
Oh, ducks! <laughs> and the other three finally catch up. Uh oh. And Strat is there. Wee Stealth still on the floor. Enough of the clever phrases. What in the world is it? And it's now green, by the way. It was blue before, but now it's green. It's very green, yeah. So maybe that's because there was no atmosphere in space. Right. Right. Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, totally. And Pulsar saying, Real docs, for what you have done to us, your termination will be slow and painful. Hmm, very, very painful. And Docs realizes, it's the computer tyrants. Huh? And he says to Strata, can you take it? Doubtful. Then we may have a problem. And Pulsar is there, anticipating. Direct physical experience of organic termination is a pleasure thus far denied for us. Docs is trying to calm him down. Now, now, whatever happened to cold, clear logic as it just starts striking at them, yelling, die, die, die. Oh, yeah. he's not really Pulsar Stargrave. He's Hate Face or whoever that guy was with the hate tapes. Hate, hate, hate. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> the Luther robot, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's just, I was just thinking he's kind of copying the Hulk right now. <laughs> totally. He's very green, very angry. Yeah. And just wants to smash. Yeah. And now back out in space, we see the little dolphin just floating there, and we see her somebody coming off the panel going, baby, baby. <laughs> Even a dead fish can have a sentient friend. And we see Lobo hugging the little fish. Poison little fishy, whumped and dumped like some low-life hit. Some creep out there <laughs> killed one of my babies. Sent- sent- sentient? Yes. Rational? No. Some creep's gonna die. <laughs> And this, I'm trying to think. So this is 89. Yeah. And Lobo was beginning of Omega Men. So 83-ish, I think. And so he's, I I don't, I didn't really follow Omega Men all that much. I don't know how much he was in the series. I missed missed it as well. I I, I kind of went in for the first little bit, but... um, I found it at the time. I remember that that series was hard to find, and um, so I I missed a lot of it. Uh, uh-huh. But but certainly once um, the sort of once Giffen wasn't on it anymore, I wasn't particularly interested. Yeah, the only thing yeah, I read of that is one and two, and whatever the Alan Moore story was. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In the yeah. collect in the Alan Moore collection, and that's right. But I'm. Right. Um, I'm going to guess this is after his appearance in Just Just League International, because I mean, if that started in '87 and he's like, in oh, issues, like, good point. That's a really good point. I had forgotten that that's really where where he kind of got brought back into regular DCU. Yeah, yeah that's true. So really, he was in right? Mega Man, so a little bit, yeah, and then kind of faded. I think I believe that issue because I believe that storyline ends of '21. I think. So if they started yeah. in 87, 21 would have been not too long before this. Because, yeah, Invasion would have been, like, 22, 23, 24. Okay. Yeah, so he was uh, he was in- introduced, it, of course, in Omega Men. At the time, he was a Valorpian whose entire race had been exterminated by Scions. And he was uh, partnered with uh, Bedlam, whom he later killed. This origin was later retconned. <clears throat> um, a well-received appearance in Justice League International... 
or after a well-received appearance in Justice League International, Lobo became a regular character in L-E-G-I-O-N and successor series uh, R-E-B-E-L-S. So um, this was really kind of the, yeah, the, probably the first thing after the JLI stuff. Yeah, because that yeah, because those issues were right before invasion, and this is right after invasion. So uh, yeah, exactly. So yeah, this would have been his next appearance. The um, it, it's a year before he got his uh, miniseries Lobo, the Last Zarnian, uh, which was also Giffen and Grant, uh, but instead they had art from Simon Bisley. Yes, and that's when they came up with the new origin story. Okay, right. so that's because that's the one I know. I didn't know the other thing you were talking mm. about. <clears throat> Yeah, no, that was for that first appearance in, and he was a very different looking character um, in in the uh, in, in Omega Men. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. All right. So then we're back onto the fight in uh, Kolu with the computer tyrant blasting Strata, yelling, "You're dead, dead!" And Strata being blasted back, saying, "Ugh, you ain't far wrong at that." Well, he's grabbing Dox with his other hand, who's yelling, Durlin, change into... And the Durlin's changing into some giant beastie. Mm-hmm. Saying, I'm on it, I'm on it, as he's attacking Pulsar. Uh, Doxa can only say, Ugh! Meddling fools, nothing you can do will keep us from selling our score with real Dox as he, as Stealth, who's grabbed his arm, he flips her over and tries flipping her over. But he can't, she's still on there. Hmm, you are persistent, unknown life form. Stupid, and he, I guess, blasts her because kind of cool. The entire panel is like inverted. Yeah. So going back to invasion, it looks like when they set off the uh, gene bomb. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Doc, shall we begin? Hmm. Would you like your bones pulverized, or perhaps you prefer that we peel off your skin and and start ripping off the metal from the wall, saying, "Mister, I think I preferred it when you were wearing metal." And kind of rips <laughs> up the uses the metal to make like a straight jacket around him. But, of course, he just rips free, knocking Stoutter down and saying, of course, feel free to disagree. Come on, Paige. <laughs> it was not loading quickly. Okay, here we go. And now outside we see Larissa and Garen running back inside. In times of trouble, friends are the first port of call. In real emergencies, even ex-friends will do. What's the big rush for Larissa? What's so big deal about this fish lover anyway? He's an assassin for hire, the best in the universe, a cold, calculating killing machine. He extinguishes lives like candles. But it was only a fish. To you, me, maybe, but it was one of his babies. He won't rest till he gets us. And yeah. apparently, Beck's now on board with this going, yo, Docs, Docs! <laughs> <laughs> you really think Beck, he'll help us? But Beck's loyalties shift very quickly. <laughs> it's very easy to see what's going to be. Does he need you? Then yes, he's all for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as he's right there running, he's saying, you really think he'll help us? He might not, but I'm certain the others will. A friend in need is a friend indeed. As we see Strata come <laughs> flying out towards them. Heads up, one dryad coming through. <laughs> Yikes, Strata! As they duck to avoid being hit by the big rock creature. You know, you know I'm just thinking uh, with Lobo. Um, of course, uh, um, uh, you know, we, we we all have talked about in the past of, about how, you know, um, when Cochran went over to, to Marvel, he took a lot of designs. So really, he kind of 
refined, quote unquote, the design of uh, of Wolverine, and, and so basically, you know, copped a bit from uh, from Timberwolf. So you know, he um, um, Wolverine was kind of the uh, the 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 Timberwolf over there, and then they kind of bring this back, and it's like a copy of a copy, really. And so Lobo, again, a wolf-related name. Um, is you know is he kind of does become the new Wolverine really like he's he's DC's version of Wolverine oh, for sure. in that he's in he shows up in everything and um and you know similar hairstyling and all that and of course uh um you know he's the best of what he does and uh, so yeah it just it just sort of just sort of piecing that back together cuz it's been huh. it's been a while since I've given Lobo any thought <laughs> Yeah, well, after the miniseries, first one or two miniseries, when Giffen left, it stopped being the parody and just be, took on a life, took on a life of its own, for better or worse. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's that it's that old thing of like you know when the Scream movies came out and they were a parody of horror films, and then they forgot that that's what they were and they just became a horror film. Yeah. And so, Larissa's looking at Strata on the ground, saying, "What's going on?" Don't ask Larissa. I don't believe it either. Come on, we could use a couple more friendly faces on the team. Beck's like, you could? And we're back and we see that the uh, the Durlin looks like a pink Mike Wazowski from uh, Totally. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 100%. But just awesome. pink and tentacles. That's the first thing I had to think of. And now I have yeah. him in that voice, too. Saying, hurry, yeah, I can't right. hold him much. Oh, my grok. And... Pulsar basically grabs him, smashes him to the ground, saying, "Correction, you can't hold us any." Mm. And Beck's confused, saying, "I thought you said this guy liked fish. Octopus is a fish, isn't it?" <laughs> Larissa's like, "No, no, that's not the assassin. But whoever he is, my shadow bubble will help neutralize him." And she basically puts a shadow bubble on his head. Mm. And Strata is grabbing about the waist, saying, "Way to go, Larissa! I got him." But does not bother Pulsar because he says, "Do not interfere, woman." Or Talok will be mourning its champion as he's eye blasts her even through the shadow. Yeah. And we get a ah, ah! And now Stratus punching, saying, Hey, enough. Where I come from, you don't hit ladies. Which that will take on a new meaning later on, if my memory's correct, in a couple of You're right. Pages. Yes. Yes. That's correct. And Pulsar punches Stratus back, saying, Hmm, do you hit oafs? We know not why you defend him, but Vril Docs will die at our hands. That's a word you don't hear often anymore. Oaf. Yeah. I have to bring it back. Uh (laughs) Mental note, kids. That's right. (laughs) I'm bringing back the word oaf. And showing that Beck is very easily influenced by everyone around him, even he's getting to their heroics, pushing Docs behind him, saying, get behind me, Docs. You might not deserve it, but I just can't stand by and let this maniac kill you. Stick to desertion, Doc's tell him, stick to desertion, Beck. Fighting's just not your strong suit, as basically he just gets backhanded by Pulsar. Ah! And Pulsar's like, now, traitor! And he grabs Rill and starts basically zapping his face. Oh, this is where he gets his haircut. I figured it was a haircut, but it's not a haircut. Yeah, cause, that's right, because his hair is very... Well, it's I mean, very Brainiac, Brainiac 5 up until this panel. Yeah. Yes. And now his whole face head is being zapped of energy. So in the next panel, we see his face is sizzling. It's, it's you know he's at like what second third degree burns. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Feel the heat, real docs. Feel your traitor's brain start to fry and cerebral fluids bubble and boil like soup. 
and all Dachshund say is, uh, and we hear a big boom, and we got Pulsar confused going, what? Your main control, my bomb destroyed it. Welcome to your new life, tyrants. As they, he, the Pulsar now throws Dox away behind him saying, destroyed? New life? No, it cannot be. Beck's trying to get up and dealing with his excedrin headache saying, oh my grok, what a mess. <laughs> and Stealth is asking, what happened, Viril? Where's it going? And the charcoal docks is saying, our friends are just discovering that they're trapped in a prison of their own making. And Pulsar is now looking at the computer system saying, control destroyed. Evaluate options. Whom? No options currently available. No, not in this organic form. Not in this wretched parody of life. No! And he flies out through the ceiling, having a temper tantrum. Yeah. And the rest is asking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? Through several, as we can see now in the next one, he went through several stories. <laughs> so through several floors to the ceiling. <laughs> He's really pissed. Yeah. And Loris is asking, Loris is asking, is that it? He, they, it, it's gone? And Doc's answer is yes. They hated us. Hated our obscene, impure animal flesh. They despised us, enslaved us. Welcome to the club, suckers. <laughs> I, I love that, though. Even with third-degree facial burns, yeah, he is yeah. not above giving up, giving his own type of burn, verbal burn. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> they'll be back, though. As soon as they calm down, they'll want to finish what they started, namely me. Till then, we best tend to our wounds. Then we can see the Kolu. And Stealth is telling them, you got plenty to tend to, Ace. That thing sure wanted to see you suffer. And Beck decides this is a good point to say, uh, speaking of suffering, Larissa and I have good reason to believe that it uh, might not be over yet. Exactly what are you trying to say, Beck? Uh, does the name Lobo mean anything to you? And back in space, we see Lobo on an earlier version of his chopper, because later on it will look much more like a Harley, basically. But right now it's very just kind of look like a, a, a souped up Mobius chair. Yeah. Yeah. It's strange how some guys who've never had a real friend and probably never will can become obsessively fond of something like a fish, especially when it's dead. Good thing baby retrained to trace memory for a killer ship meant my contact at space registration could trace its home planet. Get ready for a funeral, Kolu. Hey, what's this? And we see Pulsar flying by him, still screaming no, (laughs) which is great. (laughs) Hey, watch it, frag face. Ooh, that's our first frag. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fragging deadhead Chromedome, by rights I'd go after him and stuff a leg or two down his throat. <laughs> Still, duty before pleasure, it's always been my motto. And there's a fishy killer, gotta die. Like some life it would be like some life it would be if you couldn't count on your friends who avenge your untimely death. Dale Carnegie <laughs> couldn't have said it better himself. <laughs> nice. Had to have a, a Dale Carnegie name check. I like it. Yeah. Next month, Lobo Loco. He is, and and yes, uh, I I have dug it up, and it is confirmed that this is intended to be Pulso Stargrave, and this is uh, how he started basically. Um, so of course, in the original history, he um, was a Coluan um, android uh, called Pulsar Stargrave, who once claimed to be a Coluan scientist who gained great power when his ship got caught in a stellar explosion. He also once claimed to be the father of Brainiac 5 and later came to be Bra- claimed to be Brainiac himself. 
a name which could signify any number of beings from Kalu's distant uh, past. He could have also been another incarnation of the computer uh, tyrants of Kolu, who once did call one of their mobile units Brainiac, but the Brainiac had a more mechanical appearance, etc., etc. Um, anyway, so yes, um, um, he an incarnation of the computer tyrants of Kolu, which took a bodily form upon the destruction of their central processors on Kolu by Vril Docks. Uh, junior, um, in the late 20th century. <laughs> and that would be this issue, in fact. And um, anyway, so yes, it is intended that this was uh, um, uh, this was Pulsar Stargrave, who uh, later freed uh, Glorith of Baldor from the trap the Legion of Heroes ca- superheroes captured her in five years earlier in the expectation that she would fight the Legion and he could see if she had enough power to help him. Instead, the Legion defeated her, leading him to attempt an alliance with them instead. So basically, that's so now that's kind of the modification um, under the uh, um, five years later timeline, which is where we've just we're just sort of starting up. Obviously, we're Giffen getting kind of knows what's going it. on. Yeah. 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 So, you know, Giffen knows it's coming. Yeah, and he's also obviously working on the post-crisis version of these things because a lot of Legion yeah. stuff has to change post-crisis because half of that stuff revolves around Superboy's Metrop- uh, yeah. Smallville. Yeah, yes. exactly. Well, yeah. So, yeah, a lot, lot, lot of stuff to change for sure. Yeah, and Pulsar had never really, like at this point, he'd never had much of a origin. Like every time he appeared in Legion, he had a different backstory. He, he, yeah, it was explained differently. Yeah, so yeah, um, and he was and like think, the Legion's joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last time we'd <laughs> seen him, I think was was the was it the sub special? Is that oh, yes, probably yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. where he was played pretty much for laughs. Yeah, and understandably so. But but yeah. yeah, Giffen Giffen does seem to have an affinity for the character. So, um, so yeah, it's kind of neat that he shows up here. Um, and we're going to see, and we're not done with it, for sure. Um, no, obviously not. He's yeah. vowing revenge. I'm assuming he's going to be back sometime in the next, what is this, run? 70 issues, I think, something like that? Yeah, he shows up. Yeah, we'll see him sooner than that. But, uh, but yeah, essentially. I mean, he's, um, you know, he, he shows up in Legion 90. <laughs> And um, I don't think I don't think we see a lot of him though. Uh, yeah, I don't oh. remember. He definitely he yeah he definitely has one major one major storyline, if not more than one. But yeah, definitely one. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. It's been a long time since I read this. I didn't pick it. I, I really didn't pick the series up as it was coming out. I think I picked up issue fifty and like a few issues after that, but it didn't catch me. I went back later on and got like the first like two years or so. Yeah. And back issues. But I think I read them once or twice and that was it. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot behind the veil of memory. And, um, you know, it's, um, like he, he shows up in, uh, in issue 14. Um, he is in fact on the cover. Um, and I'm not sure how much more, he shows up around then, but but there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of space between now and uh, and and issue fourteen, and um, you, you know a lot of uh, a lot of other things to see. We've got a lot of other new characters to come, and um, absolutely, 
you know, including issue nine where someone actually runs to somewhere instead of from. So, uh, oh. <laughs> all righty. Well, that is it for this week. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I, I, I remember reading this at the time and thinking, I wonder where this is going. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it goes to many, many places. Well, especially <laughs> since at this point in the series, they still have not explained why it's an acronym. Right, yeah, totally. totally. I mean, if, you, if you've read Legion, you can at least see why it's called Legion 89, because we have a, you know, there's a Durlin, you know, which at this point you just assume is has something, you know, to be reminiscent of Chameleon Boy. We'll find Absolutely. out later on right, how yeah. reminiscent. Uh, you know, there's a Shadow Champion. We have, a you know, someone from Kolu, a descendant of Brainiac 5, you know, one of Block's people. So, but that's it. We It's like, well, why is there an acronym, though? Because it's not explained yet. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, they, they take their time in getting there. Um, you know, most uh, in most series, it would be like issue six. You got to have this settled where they're going to be at. And um, and they, they take their time. Uh, they, you know, they take their time kind of getting to that. And uh, so we will see it and we will see it soon. But uh, but the actual, um, you know, the uniformed uh License, extra governmental, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe it's sooner than I think. Well, I, yeah. I think they're set up by that by the annual because isn't the first annual a crossover of a Superman for a brain with a Brainiac story? Yes. What, it's either annual one or two. I know. Well, and that's uh, that's we get Largand in there as well. That's right. Yeah. But yeah, but at this point, Giffen is definitely. I mean, I'm thinking about it. Thinking between this and the five years later Legion and the Just League titles, he's definitely. At least in my opinion, he's definitely of a the journey, not the destination type of guy right now. That's his storytelling. Which, oh, which yeah. is great. I mean, and, and and I wouldn't have it any other way because I honestly think like the first, uh, you know, 20 odd issues of this were just incredible. And um, I know it drops off at some point, but I, like, you know, it, it we lose Kitson at some point, which which hurts. Um, but okay, still. Yeah. Still, there's a lot of good stuff to come, and um, oh, he comes back though, so that's good. Yeah, and we'll see how much it holds us by you know once we get later on once those guys leave. Yeah. Well, because what you end up with is is like Giffen leaves. Um, Giffen leaves at- soon, like by the end of the year, I think. Yeah, you're right. You're right, because um, by f- issue 14, um, it, it, there's no, uh, yeah, Giffen does 12, um, and he's gone for, he, he leaves, so basically he does the first year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But and, I mean, he leaves it in capable hands with Alan oh, Grant. Absolutely, and uh, Kitson gets to co-plot yes. as well, right? Yeah. So, so um, and we get some you know, and 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 after a while, Kitson inks himself, and that's that's nice. Ooh, look yeah. forward to that then. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, it, you know, and 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 I love, um, you know, I've got we because we, Murray, we talked to uh, to Kitson like God, it's got to be like ten years ago now, uh, if not. Yeah, because he was at Fan Expo. Yeah, and um, and 
you know, and he was talking, and we talked to him a, a bit about this series, and um, and you know, it, it was a, an opportunity for him to do some writing, you know, and he had of course come over from uh, from England as well as as had Grant, and uh, so they they really worked well together, I thought, and um, yeah. So there's, uh, I know it's like later on in the series, the inks get heavy-handed in a way that that you'll be like, man, I wish we could have the subtle touch of uh, <laughs> Carlo of Mike DiCarlo. DiCarlo again, because <laughs> they get real heavy-handed sort of later on, and uh, and and I thought like you know Jim Fern is is kind of the other penciler of note in this series and uh and did a pretty decent job but when when uh i i don't remember who was inking it uh, at that later stage but it, it's rough it's rough uh, you know oh. but it's one of those things that probably was like wow this looks super cool right now in 1991 um and uh but just does not age well <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll have Kitson, to see because i remember classic. loving yeah oh kitson yeah totally he just he's he's got timeless feel i remember yeah. liking jim fern quite a bit oh i i i and that it wasn't a knock against fern it's whoever was inking him later on um it got really kind of you know different looking and um not in a good way um yeah, yeah. And maybe that was in, no, because it's still kits in at fifty. Oh my god, so much good stuff. We have so yeah, much I good stuff. Like, that we're I feel talk like about. Jim, uh, I think Fern was only on for like I want to say like a six issue run. Like I feel like I feel like Kitson needed a break or was like yeah. I don't think Jim Fern was ever intended to be a long term thing. Okay. I could be misremembering, but I feel like he was only on for a little bit. Ah, but that's interesting. Yeah, we will see. We will. We indeed. will see. Oh yeah. Yeah, lots of good stuff to catch up on. So it's all good. Alrighty, well, gang, we will catch you all next. W e e k. <laughs> Absolutely. We lo- I'm looking forward to issue four because it's got a great cover. Oh yeah, I was looking uh, at yeah. the covers right now and uh, yeah, means... right. It's <laughs> great stuff. All right. Yeah, uh, guys, if you want to send uh, any messages, you can go over. Uh, this stuff is all on the Legion of Substitute Podcasters dot com website, where you can leave a comment on this or any of the episodes, and you can also send us. Uh, um, uh, uh, an email to oh actually I do have some feedback oh. uh, but you can also Ooh. send an email to um, the um, um, to Legion uh, Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com and, uh, and we can uh, read that on here but first I do have um, a comment on this it's just there's a lot of tapping that has to happen um, that was an unfortunate rhyme all right <laughs> um here we go. Um, just filter by flagged. Okay, here we go. On the L-E-G-I-O-N stuff. I could have sworn there was one. All right, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I, you know what? Next week, next week I will, uh, I will have it together because I know David Spofford sent something, but I can't find it. And... Um, 
That's yeah. all right. It'll show up. So, so that'll that'll be a thing. That'll be a thing for next week. There all will right. be feedback. Oh yes. Woo-hoo. Cool. All right. Cool. Alrighty. Catch y'all later, gang. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>